welcome to this week's end of days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, we're coming in a little bit slow so you can see a little bit more of the set. We still haven't really gone through everything. We haven't got to see the leather awnings over the windows. Sometime we'll show you that, but we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war because the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. We had such a great time this last weekend. We were down in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, a church that I've been going to for over 30 years. And it's so neat to see the land they have and how things are going so well for them. And the people were so hungry. I know I say that every week, but when you see people that actually get it, uh, how close we are, that it's it's just wonderful because we are so close. And it seems like there's a whole group of people in the body of Christ that go, ah, he's not ever going to come. You know, that's what the Bible said. There'd be scoffers in the last day saying that because Jesus is about to come. How wonderful. And if you can be in Tulsa this weekend, we'll be at our home church, World Outreach Church, with Pastor Mark Brzee and David Ellis. We're going to have a, a Pentecost Sunday blowout, a healing and Holy Ghost time. It'll be cool to see what happens there. That'll be exciting uh, going back and forth. And uh, if you can join us there here in Tulsa at our home church, World Outreach Church of Tulsa. And then next week, you have to come to the camp meeting in Mattoon. It's the Crossroads of America camp meeting. It's at Ross Roberts, Pastor Scott Webb, Joey Roberts, myself will be there. We were going to get Frank Sinatra and Billy Graham, but we realized they'd already gone home to be with the Lord, so we couldn't get them to come. Then we tried to get Aerosmith, and we thought, well, no, probably can't get Aerosmith to come. But you need to come. That's how fun they are. We'll have a wonderful time. That starts next Wednesday, the 31st of May, going all the way through the 3rd of June. So we'll have a great time there. There's a brand new Hilton Garden Inn will be in the, in the banquet center there. So come if you can. We'll have a good time. So, man, so much is happening around Israel this last week. Uh, let's pick up on what, what's been going on. I, I'm intrigued to see that uh, Hezbollah had a, basically a, a military exercise with the media there to show how ready they are to invade Israel from the north. It is intriguing to see different groups kind of touting how ready they are to invade Israel. And I loved how uh, Israel responded by saying, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens to you, because look what happened to Gaza this last week. Uh, they, they talked about their pinpoint accuracy to take out the leaders of the Islamic Jihad without hurting other people. Pretty amazing how Israel is, is precise about that. But really, the thing that's even weirder this last week uh, was, it was Iran. It, satellite images from the Times of Israel showed that Iran at, Net at Natanz's uh, nuclear power plant where they're building nuclear weapons there in, in Iran, they saw by via satellite all these brand new tunnels that they've been digging to get lower and lower so that it looks like our bunker buster bombs can't even uh, get to them. And they touted that. And they said, well, we're not ready to build nuclear weapons yet. We say we're, we're not close. Well, the International Atomic Energy Agency said that they have at least enough enriched uranium for anywhere from four to 10 nuclear weapons. So. It'll be, when these things come out public like this, that means there's probably going to be some kind of uh, Israeli uh, strike or something they're going to have to do. Last time they did Stuxnet when it was like that, they did uh, cyber warfare. So we'll see how that ends up. I mean, Israel touted a few weeks ago getting the ATN Warhawks from, from the U.S. because those were so, uh, a, a bit, had the ability to drop bunker buster bombs. So a lot of that's happening. And another weird deal, even Israel's defense minister came out saying Iran's got a whole new setup of, of military activity on the water. They've taken boats and recalibrated re them to have um, basically missile launchers and aircraft launchers and command centers all over the Persian Gulf. So they, they think they can surprise Israel with all this, but uh, Israel's ready for that. And Benjamin Netanyahu talked about how ready they were for it. 
But I thought that was weird that one thing after another, uh, Israel got hit from Gaza last week. Now they're getting an exercise from the northern part of Israel with this Hezbollah. And uh, it, it seems like it never ends, but it's all leading up to Jesus is just about to come. There's more. I, I think it's hilarious that Mahmoud Abbas, the Palestinian's prime minister or president, he said that Israel doesn't have a, a historic tie to the Temple Mount or to Jerusalem. And I love Benjamin Netanyahu's response. He says, well, uh, this weekend we're having a meeting, uh, a joint cabinet meeting at the base of the Temple Mount, right there, uh, literally where Solomon built the first temple uh, 2,800 years ago. And there's a tie right there. And he said, you know what, uh, it, Washington, D.C., that's 2,800 years from when, before Washington, D.C. had their capital there in America. So you talk about bizarre, but there's all kinds of things happening with earthquakes. Uh, just there's several different places that earthquakes, several different things had some uh, bad fires. You had the Panama Canal, looks like it's gonna have to have uh, restrictions because there's not enough water. They're having to, uh, to take cargo units off of the ships because the water's not high enough. But then you had uh, all the lakes in the United States seeming like they're filling up all over the place with tons of water. So the intriguing thing about what keeps going on is one thing after another about Russia and the Ukraine and then what Russia is getting ready to do. So I watched some of the, the missiles going back and forth between those two countries and it's like bizarre. It was a dire warning from Russia to the United States saying, we, we were the ones that said, okay, you need to fire from the Ukraine into Crimea. And Russia literally said, if you're going to say that, we're going to come back with, with something that's going to hurt you. So there, there's a lot, a lot of warnings going on, a lot of threats going on. Why? Jesus is just about to come. Remember, we get into all this because uh, he loves us so much. He wants us expectant. He wants us excited. He wants us happy. Uh, Paul teaching on the coming of the Lord was so that we'd be happy and hopeful. So we get into this every week, not as an escape theology, but as a hustle theology. I mean, even Israel said this week they want to have normal ties with Saudi Arabia by the end of the year. So uh, there's so much going on with Saudi Arabia and Iran, with America and that, and, and Saudi Arabia. So all the players are getting into position. So when you watch that jung, uh if you watch the juggling of all that together and watch what it's set up for, it tells you we are just about to see the king. How exciting. So with all that happening, though, we always go back every single week to look at the different signs. Okay, so you have Israel coming back as a nation in 1948. Jerusalem went back in 1967. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you got all these others. You got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready to have sacrifices. They have everything ready to have sacrifices on the Temple Mount. Intriguing that you got uh, J Jacob's lineage of sheep that start showing up. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement. So you got nature getting in position. You got 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up. I mean, that's pretty radical. So after the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air. They come down and clean up the land. Seven years later, the Battle of Armageddon, he calls on the fowl of the air again to come clean up the land. So you got birds in position. You got foxes in position. You got fish in position. You got nations in position. You got Russia rebuilt the temple for Baal worship in Palmyra. That's where the Tower of Babel was. All this stuff are things the Bible said you'd see just before he comes. So that should push us to go, wow, I've got to do the will of God. Now there's sign after sign after sign after sign, many signs. The book we did, right at about 79 signs. You need to get the book because in it, 
you have all that information and you have some charts from Clarence Larkin from 1919 that make it where you can glance at it and see how close we are. Man, it's really easy to look at it and learn. There's also a scratch and sniff page in there so you can smell exactly what the rapture is going to be like. No, just kidding. But anyway, you have all these signs. So then you have signals. You have blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. That's absolutely amazing. Significant with dates. Four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row? on Passover and Tabernacles. NASA calls it a tetrad. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So specific, really important dates for Israel and you had heavenly signals. But then you had the Bethlehem star, uh, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo this last year. You had that again. The constellation was Leo because he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Listen, the king is coming back. All these signs aren't to scare people. The signs are to bring you joy that we're about to be at our destination. What's about to happen? The church is going to be caught up. It's not escape theology. It's just this is destiny. God owes Israel seven years of old covenant time. He takes the church off the earth and repays them those seven years. That's the seven-year tribulation. So what do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. Be engaged. Be involved. Be over-the-top involved in doing the will of God. We have a short period of time to harvest as much as we can right before we're caught up. We're, we're about to be raptured very, very, very soon. So how exciting. How, how expectant we should be. People should be telling us to break that pill in half. Whatever you're on, take it down a notch because you're just too happy. Well, we're about to see the king. You can't help but be happy. The one who gave his life for us. The one who God raised him from the dead. He's about to come back. Wow. Glorious in stature. Radiant in apparel. God Almighty. Jesus of Nazareth. Wow. And have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. We'll see what's happening between now and then. Tons of stuff happening with Iran, I'm sure. Uh, but have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.